Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of the Independent Initiative. All right, everybody, welcome back to episode number eight of the Independent Initiative. Hope everybody's having a good week this week. Uh, we got a special guest all the way from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and he's actually here in studio today with us. So we're excited to have Jeff Sather from One Resource Group. Jeff, thanks for flying all the way down just for this podcast. It's a joy to bring you guys some rain and cool weather from the north. Yeah, he, he showed up and it looks like it's Indiana today in Texas, so we've been <laughs> joking with him about it. But no, Jeff came down, he did a, a great job with Justin doing a couple of uh, long-term care seminars and something that we're looking to do uh, in the future as well, having a lot of success with it and we're looking forward to it. Uh, but I want to get Jeff today in on our Breaking Bad Habit series of the Independent Initiative. Today we're on episode number eight. And I've uh, been talking with Jeff about it, and, and Jeff's a great uh, motivational speaker. He has a lot of great thoughts for sales, has a lot of sales experience. So, uh, Jeff, talk to me a little bit about bad habit. You want to talk about the uh, negatives of it and how you overcome it? Yeah, absolutely. One of the big bad habits I see a lot, and I've dealt with and wrestled with myself, is tyranny of the urgent. We're, we're working on a task that's very, very important, and something hits the inbox, or the voicemail, or the cell phone rings, and it's someone needing something. And how do you manage and look at prioritizing things? Because you've got so many things pulling at you in multiple directions. Sometimes you feel like a puppet, and people got a string on each arm, each leg, and they're pulling you all different directions. And how do you manage your time and handle things that, aren't necessarily big stuff at the moment, but it's big to that client or it's big to that customer or big to that coworker. Really, it, the way to fix it is managing expectations. First of all, prioritizing yourself with what's important for me now. When, what did Lou Holtz say? When? What's important now? <laughs> I think that's really big for us to look at what's important right now. Is it this particular situation or to finish what I've already begun, and really looking at, um, well, for instance, in my business, we're one of the biggest producers of a certain product for a certain carrier. And that carrier's always told me, Jeff, when you call, I take your call, because you butter my bread. <laughs> <laughs> and I think as independent salespeople, agents, advisors, people in any industry, you have to really recognize who butters your bread. Who are your big clients that need that A-plus level service and deserve it and, and to provide that? Who needs to be B-level, C-level, D-level? And you determine what those levels are and what that looks like. And it's okay to share that with clients. Hey, you're, a, you're an A-plus level person. I've got other clients that are B and C and D, and I want them all to eventually get to A. That'd be wonderful, but I've only got so much time in a day that I have to prioritize myself too. In other words, I don't have time to do $10 an hour work when $100 an hour work is demanding my time. And when there's $1,000 an hour work, I have to put aside the $100 an hour work. So it's really managing your priorities for your goals long-term as a business person and then managing the expectations of your clients of, Hey, these are the things I'm working on. This is what I have to get done. Your stuff I will get done, but it's going to be X amount of time. And just letting them know. People like you to be real. Give me real expectations on when you can complete something for me. Or if you can't, let them know. I can't, but I know someone who can get this done for you. 
Absolutely. So how, how do you see agents um, falling into to this bad habit? What's this, How does it develop? Ah, well, first of all, it starts early for all of us because when we're first beginning, we're hunting and hunting and hunting for everything we can get. And we'll take any type of business we can get because we're brand new. We're just getting started. So every piece of business is priceless and precious to us. Then we get established and years start happening. And uh, now we've got bigger clients and more of them and smaller clients that want to be big clients. So we fall into trying to satisfy and make everyone happy, which is impossible. But as we try to do that, we get miserable. And along with us, others get miserable. And sometimes there are A-plus clients because we forgot who butters my bread. I got to stay focused on those folks and then do my best to help the other folks get the answers they need, whether it's from me or someone else. So I think it starts in the beginning as new agents constantly hunting and forgetting what we're hunting for and what we're trying to build and what we want to be known as in the industry, the kind of book we want, if you will, the clients we want to attract and staying focused on the things that will attract those clients. So how do you see agents uh, overcoming this then, right? You get to those year three to five and, and then from there on out, right? And you develop this bad habit. How do you see agents overcome this bad habit? I, I think one of the best ways for agents to overcome this bad habit after they defined who they really want to be as an agent and advisor, what their book really wants to look like is they've got to learn to delegate. They're going to have to bring on an assistant, maybe bring on an intern, Bring on someone that they can have get immediate phone calls returned for people that aren't quite A or B clients. Let them handle and be the front person on your behalf with the C's and D's and starting the process. So at least there's a quick turnaround. So for my, for instance, myself, um, I service literally hundreds and hundreds of agents and advisors and I'm a one-man gang, and I've got to produce over $20 million a year in business. How do you do that when you've got people reaching out to you who have never worked with the particular products I'm an expert in before, and they need that training and love and support, and balance it out with, hey, uh, i got a guy who's selling $3 million a year. <laughs> he needs my attention a lot. So... To do that, I do have to delegate. We have interns, and I'll have the interns do some things. I have backup, two backups on staff that when I'm not available, fill in. So I think everyone deserves attention. You hear the phrase, treat everyone like a million-dollar customer. That's true, and I would say with time and response. As far as getting them a solution, that's not going to be as quick for everyone. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I love what you're saying there about you know having to it, you're, what you're really saying is you have to invest yourself into your business, you know, and, and at some point you're going to have to figure out what is it worth investing. You're usually investing for something more, right? More money, more time, more clients, um, whatever that might be. You have to figure out the way to do that. And I think, like you said, you know, tyranny of the urgency, what, what is going to, what's going to dictate what you spend your time on is going to be the things that you want to spend more of your time on. And in order to do that, you got to invest into your business, into an assistant, into something that's going to help take care of those C and D clients. I love that. I think that's something that a lot of agents struggle with, especially as they get established and get going. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the staff that I train on this when they're new, uh, 
tyranny of the urgent is a very important thing. And I always remind them, if you don't manage time, time will manage you. And it'll manage you in a way you don't like, where you feel totally out of control. And you wake up every day without a plan. So if we've all heard the phrase, if you fail to plan, you have planned to fail. So what I like to lay out for our staff, I say, say, listen, we have a slow, if your book of business, if you view it as a bucket, you got a slow leak in the bucket, meaning you're always going to lose a client from time to time. You're always, someone's going to steal them. Someone's going to take them. You're going to lose clients your entire career. And you can focus all your attention on trying to plug that hole or look to your right. There's a conveyor belt of new customers going by constantly and be recruiting and looking and grabbing new business with the right type of business. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So it's what do you want to focus on? And I tell them, listen, guys, every day you've got to spend some time recruiting, recruiting new business. Every day you've got to spend time managing plowing, fertilizing the field of what you've already got. So you have a harvest later. So every day we got to touch new leads, current leads. We have to touch things we were working on yesterday, new stuff coming in today. So I'm a big believer in block scheduling. So I'll have a power hour every day. Power hour is blocked, protected time. I do nothing else except recruiting calls for that hour. That's it. I'm not worried about a case. I'm not worried about A clients, B, C, or D clients. I am focused on new recruits for an hour. Every day, scheduled, done. On to the next thing. So can I check the box at the end of the day that I touched every piece of business to some degree that I need to in a day? Old business, current business, new business, old clients, current clients, new clients. And am I managing that? properly with block scheduling so when do you check email do you have set time or is it just constantly all day i believe in having set times and staying away from it so you can get other work done absolutely it's easier for prioritizing as well letting people know hey i'll answer you at this point and you can call me at this point everyone's going to benefit from that for sure so Jeff, we really appreciate you joining the uh, Independent Initiative and Breaking Bad Habits. Looking forward to get this episode out to the guys. Hey, my pleasure.